where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the the Believers, Walking in the Way of Righteousness, is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for those of you that we heard from. We thank God for those of you that call us. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing to hear from uh, some of you that I hadn't heard from. Amen. We even heard from a few that we hadn't heard from. So that was a blessing. Amen. Regardless of what we think about it, what we look at it or feel like it or whatever, we, uh, just like everybody else, amen, you can say, yeah, even though you are doing things for the Lord, you still want to know something, uh, someone being blessed or someone being uh, 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 encouraged to go on in, in that which God have led them to do so. I thank God, amen, we thank God for uh, the booklet. Amen. We got to say the booklet. It started out being a book, but I sure thank God that we finally got it in. And uh, to those of you that support the ministry, uh, you will receive one of the copy. And for anyone else that desires one, they just write us and we'll be more than happy. The title of it is What Grade Are You In Spiritual or Your Spiritual Dropout? Amen. So many peoples uh, think that they are uh, in school uh, in a particular grade or whatever, and they really are spiritual dropout. And, you know, the that, you just need to read. Amen. We thank God. I'm not getting into it, but uh, we thank God that uh, this at this time we are able to minister by way of booklet, amen, as well is by way of voice on the radio 
through Facebook, through whatever means that God opening for us. Amen. We thank God for that. Amen. Uh, we're going to go on and get into prayer and get into the word of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you, Lord, in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Ask you to anoint this message that you have put in my heart to speak. God, I ask you to deal with those that are listening, that they may receive it. God, not coming from me or coming from just a man, but God, that you would open up their understanding to know that you are speaking in their soul, in their spirit. God, we thank you. I ask you to bless me that I may decrease and you may increase in my life as we go forth even the more in this word. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. I also, I wanted to say before we got started, to those of you that's here in the metro area, we would love for you to do what? Visit uh, Kingdom of God Learning Center on a Saturday at 11.30. Go out for prayer. And some of you all want special prayer. Just come and let your request be known. And believe God that God will give you a breakthrough. And then turn around and take your time and get your pencil, your paper out. Amen. And, and learn. A lot of times we go and we hear stuff. And I'm guilty, I've been guilty of that. We go and hear stuff two or three times, and we still don't get it. And it's because of the fact that we heard it, but we didn't take notes, and we didn't study on what we heard. And when you don't take notes and don't study on what you heard, sometimes the enemy will begin to get in your thoughts and begin to make you feel like this is ain't really saying what he's saying or whatever, then that way you can always, if you wrote down the little notes or whatever, you can always call back and say, look, I was, I, you said so-and-so and so-and-so, I want a better understanding. That's how we grow in the Lord. We get an understanding by growing into the Lord, by asking questions and not taking it upon ourselves to believe or to hear. Two portions of scripture I'm going to read uh, starting um, in the book of uh, uh, Proverbs. Very familiar scripture that I'm just starting here, but I want you to allow it to be upon your mind. Proverbs 14 and 12. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with it, but it needs repeating. The scripture declared, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but in the end there are, are the ways of death. Okay? The end there are, are the ways of death. Okay? There is a way that seemeth right. It seems like it's right. I don't, uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm saying, regardless of what we are talking about, especially in spiritual, we think we're doing something that's right, 
and it winds up not being right. Why? Because we had our own concept, our own motive behind it. Now, another scripture I want to read as well in the Old Testament. We'll get in the New Testament if the Lord should say the same. Uh, in the Old Testament is Second Samuel. Second Samuel, the sixth uh, six chapter, and around uh, the sixth verse. And it read as follows. And when they came to Narco, uh, Uzziah, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Urias, uh, oh, wait a minute, I'm trying, I'm reading two or three things. I, I do apologize. Okay, Uzziah. Put forth his hand, okay, now I'm, I'm here. Put forth his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it. And the ox, uh, so, hooked up, what it is, stood it. And the anger of the Lord uh, was kindled against Uzziah. And God smote him there for the, his Era, and there he was dead, and he died by the art of the Lord. Now, Uzziah, in plain simple talk, you can read the whole story. David was moving, uh, was going to get the ark. It had been repossessed, and uh, um, Philistine had it. So David, in turn, thought, well. I'm going to get it, and they built a new cart to go and pick it up, to bring it home, back to where it should be with Israel. In the process, on that new cart, the oxes was pulling it, and the, and it seems that when they went down in the gorge, the, the ox rocked. Uzziah thought within himself, well, let me catch this thing. I don't want the ark of God to fall. And and uh, when uh, uh, Uriah, I'm saying Uzziah, Uriah, I'm sorry, uh, reached and grabbed it, and he touched it, and God killed him. So uh, Uriah then all of a sudden, David got upset. David was upset simply because of the fact that he was that he was doing a good thing, David thought. And in the process, he in turn lost his life for doing a good thing. Now, think about this, believers. Sometimes we can believe that we are doing, we have good intentions of something. But the bad consequences, it's bad consequences behind the good things that we thought we was doing. You can think that you're doing the right thing. We're living in a time now that society is upside down. And it's upside down and that the scripture I've already said that good will be evil, sweet will be bitter, and we're living in that day. So because we're living in that day, 
what is happening is that we uh, now have good intentions of certain things, good intentions of worshiping God, good intentions of doing something, but we got the wrong motive behind it, and it become a bad consequences. It's become a bad consequences only because of the fact that we didn't do it according to the scripture. Now, we do it according to that which we believe that we thought was right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if I grew up, and give you an example, when uh, I grew up, it was certain things we ate. We ate certain things, and it wasn't a problem. We ate the hare, what you call, what we call the rabbit. We ate the squirrels. We ate the coon. We ate the possum. And they used to put sweet potatoes in, in his mouth to make that look good. We, and, and we ate all these things and, and on and on, frog legs and all this stuff. We ate these things. But now, when I begin to look at the scripture, guess what? I begin to see we don't supposed to eat those things. And because I was eating those things and had, was the, uh, taking it in, you said, well, Brother Wed, you was answering? No, no, no. I was, had good intentions. The good intentions was I was trying, we was trying to survive. But the bad consequences was it gave us high blood pressure, arthritis, and different things. And I found out that certain uh, fish, uh, catfish and uh, shrimps and all uh, lobsters and all that stuff I was eating, it would give me arthritis, give you arthritis and other bone disease because it wasn't designed for us to eat. But because we didn't know any better then, we did it. And yes, it it was food. It was blessing for us. It was like that we supposed to. Uh, reap the benefits of goodness from it, but guess what? It was bad consequence. So a lot of things we are doing, we are doing, we are doing it, and we really believe that we are doing the right thing. Oh, yeah, we really believe, just like it was in the book of um, Matthews. Amen. You know you don't heard the story, and I'm not uh, this. I'm not staying on this, but Matthew's uh, around the seventh chapter, and around the twenty-first verse, it says, "Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of the Father which is in heaven." Many will say to me in that day. Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have we not cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. These people wasn't doing what they are doing because they didn't thought, they, they, they really thought they were doing that. And how do you say they, you're going to say that they, they were saying, Lord, Lord. They recognized Jesus as Lord, number one. Number two, and it's amazing how that uh, me and a, a brother, uh, brother minister was talking. It's amazing how God speaks to everybody today. 
I mean, everybody can say, the Lord told me this, the Lord told me that, the Lord told me this. I mean, God speak to folks so You say, well, brother, we have something wrong with you then. Okay, it might be something wrong with me. But you know what? I just believe that God speak through the word. I measure any revelation I get, I get from the word of God, and I compare it to the word of God. If God say he's going to do something, then I, I, I begin to see what the word of God is saying, and then it comes up out of the word of God. Even though he might have been talking to Abraham, he might have been talking to Paul, he might have been talking to uh, John or whoever, but God enlightened it. But everybody waiting to hear this, and, and maybe you are more blessed than me, but I just believe in the word of God. I believe God gave us the word in order to abide by. That's why we got so many divisions. That's why we got so many problems that people's uh, uh, dealing with. Yes, they got good intention. They really got good intention, but they got bad consequences. They get bad consequences. You know why they're getting bad consequences? Because the enemy is telling them the same way he did Eve. But God says, you know, and we fix it up. Yes, we do. We fix it up to say, you know what? The Lord told me I don't have to do thus and thus and thus. I, I, I was listening to a show uh, uh, when I come in, and they was talking about one thing about it. People saying, well, we can wear what we want to wear, do what we want to do, and, and, and it's okay. Yeah, it may be okay as long as you got the right heart, but there's no way you can have the right heart and you can dress any kind of way. You can't do it. And, and not that I'm trying to say God is in closing uh, because, see, you can dress holy as they call holy or what people call holy and wind up being nothing but a devil. But if you are dressing, you shouldn't be dressing in or order to uh, intrigue someone. You should be dressing to please God, to edify God, to do the things of God. And because of the people's uh, coming up with this, it's in my heart. And God told me this, and God told me that. That's a problem. That's a problem. So these people, these people, these group of people, they had good intention. They, what you mean, Brother Webb? They had good intention. They, they said, Lord, uh, 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 many will say unto me, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied? They really thought they was getting something from the Lord. They really thought that the prophecy of the Lord was coming from the Lord. They really did. They, I, I mean, they, they had convinced themselves that God was speaking to them. Not only that, they said, uh, we, uh, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out devils in your name? So they went and said, Satan, you are a liar. You are the father thereof. Get away from this person. This person that was possessed with this or possessed with that, these people just weren't doing it. But guess what? 
if you go on and then it say, and and will they profess unto them, I, and then I will profess unto them that I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. That's the problem, believers. They not willing to give up the world. They're not willing to come out of the world. They're not willing uh, at uh, they're not willing to come from the world. So if you're not willing to come from the world, then you have a problem. You have a problem. And, and because of the fact that they're not willing to come from the world, they're not willing to be different. They're not willing to be that vessel that God can use. They would rather hold on to this person and that person that church, that building, or whatever, and all this, well, guess what? That is when they lose out. Yes, they lose out with that. Good intentions, they have good intentions. They really do. Some people, uh, we're going to open the line at 630, amen, if the Lord say the same, amen. Uh, we, um, they have good intentions, and and the consequences is the one, the problem. That's where the consequences are them. You see, uh, when an individual come forth and say that God have chose them to do this, have chose them to do that, don't you know that the enemy used things to derail you? They used things to be derail you. Yes, you had good intention. Yes, you believe this, you believe that. But in the process, it was a derailment. It was derailment because you really didn't take time to really seek God's face, to really fast and pray. How many people that done got a message from God, I'm talking about got a direction from God, and then they sit and they said, okay, God, I, I, I don't know if it's you. Well, some of them would be so sure. It is me, okay? But guess what? They hadn't fasted. They hadn't prayed. They hadn't even really spent time alone with God. When you find people's getting, listen to me now, when you find people's getting message from God, that means they spent time. If Jesus had to do it, believers, if Jesus had to spend time alone, now, him being the word of God manifested in flesh, according to St. John, the first chapter, if he was the word of God manifested in flesh, he had to spend time with God. When you find all of the prophets, guess what? God spoke to them. They was able to speak to the leaders and so on and so on. And because they was able to speak to the leaders and this, but they spent time with God. That's all I'm saying. We get so busy, we don't say, hold up, let me check myself. Let me see is this. Because of the fact that we justify sin, that's what we do according to the book of, uh, uh, of the Bible. When we justify sin, you know what happened? Then all of a sudden sin, and, and, and I'm doing a little skipping, I'll be back to what I'm saying, but I, I'm, I'm trying to get you to understand how sin get in the picture. I'm going to turn to the book of James right quick. 
Amen. And when we go to the book of James, we'll find this, James 1 and 15. It says, then when lusts have conceded, it brings forth sin. And sin brings forth, when it is finished, it brings forth death. Now, wait a minute. How is that? How is that the sin? All right, here's how it's the sin. If I, can, if I believe something in my heart long enough, folks, long enough, let me tell you a story before we go on the break. Right quick, I'm going to tell you the story. And uh, this is a true sin. I, I, some of you that's been listening to me for a while, you don't probably heard it, but I, it bears repeating. I, in turn, had my heart sit with my daddy being in the country, and uh, we had cattle, and while he was fixing the, uh, feeding the cows and everything, he would let me go down to the woods for about 30 minutes and go squirrel hunt. In the process, I went there, and I heard something in a nest, and I shot up. It didn't have but two shells. He didn't give me but two shells. And I shot in that nest, and in the midst, remember now, I had good uh, I had good intention when we was eating these things. I don't eat squirrels now, but I'm making my point. And when I shot into the nest, the nest fell, uh, the squirrel fell out. And when the squirrel fell out, guess what? I picked up the squirrel, and I was rejoicing that I done killed the squirrel. But then on my way up there, I thought, man, I can't tell you that I shot him out the nest. I want to tell dead it's something more exciting. So I said to myself, Dad, I said, boy, that's a big squirrel. How did you get him? I said, well, Dad, I saw him running. And just about the time that he got ready to jump from one tree to the other, I shot him out the air. And I shot him right out the air. And, and he laughed. They pat me on the back. Oh, boy, you, that's good. Guess what? That was a straight-up lie. But I told that lie, and I figured I better tell my little friend because if I don't tell my friend, they're going to come back and tell daddy. And if they come back and tell daddy, then guess what? I'm in trouble because daddy going to know that I didn't do what I had told him. So I told it to my friend. And I kept telling that same lie about how I killed my first squirrel. And all of a sudden, if you ask me a year later, I convinced myself of that. So, yeah, my motive was good. I was one to impress. But because I lie, is bad consequence. The Bible say all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire. So here's what I'm saying. A lot of times we can convince ourselves of something that's not right. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to go on a break. Amen. And we will be back in a couple of minutes, and I'll get more into the scriptures of the New Testament saying that we have good intention, but the ba with bad consequence. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. 
please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. Well, uh, question or comment, amen. We are back, 404-355-8699. Question or comment, amen. Uh, we are saying today, amen, this is what I'm trying to get to you to believe. You can be ever so good with good intentions. You can ever have good intentions about what you are doing, or what you're about to do, but guess what? It reaps bad consequences. Oh, yeah, it reaps bad consequences. You look at, listen to me, so many people, they had good intention. They was doing this and they was doing that. They were, they married because they wanted to come out of sin, and, and they jumped up and they got married. And they're down the road, six months down the road, six years down the road. They said, wow, what did I do? And they got bad consequences because they never took time out to weigh it in the scriptures. See, if we don't weigh it in the scripture, we got to listen. Society is so twisted and we want to uh, these people and that people, we want to do things to please them. And still are saying, okay, I'm going for God all the way. That's why Romans tell us, say, present your body. You present you a living sacrifice. You don't want to produce a, a, a sacrifice or friendship or whatever. Listen, when person is called by God, you're going to be an oddball anyway for society. You're not going to be one to go along with any and everything. But see, a lot of us, we looking at this person and then we want to copy off of that person. We want to copy off of this one. We want to copy off of that one. We figure, oh, is this brother got a big church and he had praise dancing and they leaping around in the church and they are not converted because if they was converted, then they wouldn't be doing the things they're doing. Or we having 
uh, the preacher bringing every kind of inst- things in there, trying to illustrate a point, and still letting the gospel prick their heart. It ain't about us, believers. We speak the truth. The Bible said, speak the truth. All right, 404-355-8699. Amen. We speak the truth and allow the truth for God. It ain't Brother Ware that can save anybody. I want to be one that can plant or one that can water. And I don't know who I'm supposed to be planting the seed or I don't know who I'm supposed to be watering the seed. And whichever one I'm supposed to be doing, that's what I want to be diligently about my father's business. I don't want bad consequences because I want to do, my intention is to save soul, believer. It is to help those that are saved to go on the journey. That's what inspired me to write this last book, even though I have other uh, uh, booklets uh, about uh, you know, consequences, I'm sorry, uh, a few other books that teaching different other things. But this book says, look, I want to let the people know that they could probably be in the wrong grade and they need to stop and see what grade they're in and deal with the grade that you're in. You don't, you being in a, a, a elementary school trying to do high school work then we got a problem. So that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get you to understand that, hey, it's time out for that. Let me give you another example. Found in the book of Acts, Acts the 19th chapter, a certain vagabond, uh, well, I'm going re- to start reading at the 14th verse. 19 and 14 say, There were seven sons of Sceva, uh, a Jew, and chief of the priests which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know. I'm just cutting it short. You can read the whole story. I should have went back up uh, and, and read that to let you know that he said, in the name of the Lord Jesus that Paul preached. See, he was dealing with what Paul preached himself. Anyway, it went on to say, and and the evil spirit answered uh, and said, uh, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overcame them, and prevailed against them, so that they uh, listen, fell out of the house naked and wounded. Them spirits beat this man so bad they t- tore the clothes off him. Beat the clothes off him. These people probably had good intention. They would they remember when they went there, they went there saying, I'm coming there in the name of Paul, in the name of Jesus that Paul preached. And because he was saying, I'm in there in the name of Jesus that Paul preached, guess what? He had good intention. He would somebody say, no, he wasn't real. If he had been real, he would have been saying I, what I believe. No, 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 not necessarily. Some of you done looked at the same situation. 
you have looked at other preachers anointing people with oil, lining them up, and then you turn around and believe that God is giving you that same thing to align them up. Some of you, you got anointed oil to give to people. You did that. I, I saw people gave handkerchiefs. You know why? Because they read it in the scripture, in that same portion of scripture earlier in the 19th chapter, that Paul tow aprons, tow his apron and put this. In another scripture, it talks about them being healed because they shatter of Peter. They put Peter down and they have good intention. These preachers, all of them, and you might say, well, they were self, they was being self-glorified. They was doing this, they was doing that. No, 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 not everybody. Some of the peoples really, really believed it. They really believed it, that they was doing a good work. See, what we don't understand, see, because we don't see things, you got to understand, because this man is not uh, this, the, that you saw doing a particular work, and you say, well, they got to be of God. No, the Bible tells us that some sins follow peoples. Amen. Some sins follow you after the grave. Some sins follow uh, before the grave. Uh, some sin openly rebuke. Uh, Paul declared in the book of Corinthians, Corinthians the fifth chapter, and uh, let me let me go there, uh, and then I'll, I'll be able to prove what I'm saying. Corinthians the fifth chapter and around the fifth verse, he says, uh, and he was talking about a young a young man, okay, that had committed fornication. See, I know now we justify sin. We let people's reign among us, and we know they're wrong. We know they are not married. We know that they are shacking in the church, we, uh, in, the, in the home. We know that they are doing these things. We know that they are uh, 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 doing illegal uh, things, and, and we'll go along with it because it's good. They, they got good intention, Brother Ware. Don't move, don't hurt their good intent. You know these things are out of order, what they're doing. And instead of you rebuking those things, you go along with them. You say, but brother, where? Who am I to say? You are the woman of God. You are the man of God. You are the person that God have called out for such a time as this in order that peoples might begin to know their direction. The, here's a man that committing fornication with his stepmama in the church of Corinth. In the fifth chapter of the book of Corinthians, it says, Paul began to come in, and we hidden the scriptures, so, and please write it down. You can read it and go forth and, and, and be more than happy. Uh, if you have any questions, you can call me. All right? So it says this, uh, fourth, uh, Corinthians, the fifth, first Corinthians, the fifth chapter, and around the fifth verse, say no, uh, say to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit might be saved, and the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. What you saying, brother? Where if we quit going along with these people? and begin to uh, call that sin out, begin to let them know, 
look, you can't do this and you can't do that. And God, I've seen it over and over and over. So many people that said that they loved it, God, that they had chose to obey God. But because they had secret sins and they figured that nobody knew about those sins, and some people did. But guess what? God would allow them to be on a bed of affliction so that they can repent. Their flesh might be destroyed. Certain things, it might take cancer. It might take us around. It might take whatever God put on you to put you down, to set you down, just like some of my brothers and sisters listening to me that may be incarcerated. I used to, when I was working in the jail, I said, you ain't here because of your crime. You're here because God would want to deal with your heart. You did. You was doing certain things. But guess what? Now you got some bad consequences. Your bad consequences. You can't go where you want to go, go uh, do what you want to do. And it, that's the way we got to see this, folks. Having good intentions of a thing. It's good intentions to say I want to do this and I want to do that. But when you don't do it, I'm sorry, my brothers and sisters. Hear me out and hear me good. You are not. Do you hear what I'm saying? You are not obeying God, so you got bad consequences. It's going to come. The Bible says in uh, Timothy, uh, the fifth chapter, and around the 24th verse, he says, Some men's sins are open. Okay, you know uh, uh, beforehand. You know that. You know certain people, they just outright in sin. Okay, going before the judgment. But some men, they will follow after them. Now, if the sin followed you, guess what? The Bible says no sin shall enter in. So you know what? That person that the sin was following it, I can almost say that person then made it in. But the person that sinned was openly and they repented and they sought God's face and began to see the direction of God. And then God began to bless them. They was able to move forward. A lot of you is not able to move forward. Yes, you're doing things, but what is your motive behind it? You see, uh, when you look at uh, 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 Numbers uh, 2319, I'm not going there, but you know what, you can go there. The Bible said that God wrote the commandments with his fingers. Now, that's what the scripture said. Now, if God wrote the commandments with his fingers, then guess what, believers? He said, I'm God and I change not. Oh, yeah. He said, I'm, I'm not man that I should lie nor the Son of Man. See, the Son of Man was the Word of God that I should repent. So that's why in the book of Genesis, the Son of Man said, it has repented me that I made me. Hold up, brother. Well, hold up, brother. Well, that's causing confusion. No, it's not. If you just listen to the Word of God, when you go back and read in the book of Genesis, the Bible declared that the Word of God was walking in the coolness of the day. And the word of God cried out to Adam, Adam, why, uh, where are thou? And Adam said, Lord, God, I, I was afraid, so I hid myself. What? Adam was dealing with the word of God. 
when Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, them went in the fire furnace, they was doing what? They saw one look as the Son of God. Guess what the scriptures say? So how we come up with the Son of God and this? And, and that's how come the Trinitarian began to uh, teach Trinity. It's because of the fact that they don't read. The Bible says no one scripture is given interpretation of itself. And what we're trying to say, yeah, they had good intentions, but they needed to read further. Some of you got good intentions, but God wants you to do further. Don't you know God wants us to be a light to them that's walking in darkness? Why is sinners? Why is sinners? Now, I know that there are people that the devil will bless with a materialistic thing. They can have a house, but they can't have a home. They can have a, a wife, a, a woman in their life, a man in their life, but they can't have a husband or wife. And they just, it, it, it just go on, on and on. They do things, yeah, that's what the sinners do. But what God does is totally different. But because we are not delighting in God, we are not sincerely giving God our time. You say, back to uh, uh, Uzziah. When Uzziah put his hand on the altar, it, he, he had good intentions, believe it. He really did. He had good intentions, but because of the fact that when the art was created, the art of God was created, they had holes in it that they would put poles through it and that the priesthood would carry it on their shoulder. They themselves didn't touch it. So if they didn't touch it, nobody else had, time, uh, had any reason to touch it. So therefore, yeah, you be good. You might have good intentions about what you're doing, but if you're not doing it according to the word of God, if you can't add it up and say line upon line, precept upon precept, then you are not doing what the word of God tells you. And you know, if you ain't doing what it says, you know what's happening? You're losing out, my friends. You're losing out. You're going to have bad consequences. Oh, yeah, the bad consequences are going to come because you knew better. You knew better, and you say, well, wait a minute, brother. Are you telling me? Listen, God says that the commandments is a mirror. It's a mirror to show us what we're doing, what we are not doing. And when you get converted, it is written on the table of your heart. Other words, God took time to write it on your heart. Now, so when a person get converted, the Bible says, according to 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. You become a new generated person. You are not that person that you used to be. You can talk about the things that you used to do, and we want to live in those things. And yeah, it might be good. It might be good at that time, but it's a little bit more. You are a new creation. You are sold out to Christ. You don't belong to you no more. I know we want to say that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've at times. I want to say, well, oh God, I want to cry the blues. Lord, I did this and I did that. Why you hadn't did this and did that for me? Let me tell you something. When you sold out to God, you do the right thing, and God will cause 
the consequences to be right. But when you are not doing it according, you know what the scripture said. The scripture said, delight yourself in him. How is I'm delighted in him when I'm not spending no time with him, when I'm not reading the word, when I'm not fasting, when the last time we really passed up a meal, but yet we want to call ourselves a pastor. We want to call ourselves bishop. We want to call ourselves reverend. We want to call ourselves apostle. We want to come up with all these titles to impress people. Yeah, you might have good intentions when you come up with them, but your lifestyle, the things that that the bishop, the things that the overseer, the things that this person should be doing, can they line it up with the scripture? If you can't line it up with the scripture, you got good intentions, but you ain't lining up with the scripture, guess what? The Bible say that anything that's not of faith, it is a sin. And that's where we've fallen into sin at. We've fallen into sin because of the fact that the people's choosing to do what they want to do. It was a time when you got uh, before in the Lord, when you first come forth with me, forget you. When I came forth in the Lord, I wanted to do whatever it takes to make me a better man of God so I can surrender and be that vessel to cause people to come to Christ. People ain't coming to Christ because they're looking at your up and down life. They're looking at your this. They're looking at your that. They're looking at you in the church. They're looking at you out of the church. They're looking at you on the job. They're looking at you in school. They're looking at you all around. And you want to know how come they're not coming to Christ? Because you got the right. Oh, you got good intention. You, but your motive, your motive caused you to have bad consequences. So God, uh, you know, we talk about the man that Christ was going to cut down the tree. You familiar with the story? Can't go to it. My time running out for me to go to it. But you had in in the in the scripture, he said, he said, but wait a minute, Lord, let me give it one more year. And let me done, put done around it. And after I put done, what we call today fertilizer, after I put some fertilizer around it, if it don't bear, then guess what? Cut it down. Now, a whole lot of us, a whole lot of us today need some fertilizer to put because we done lost the direction where we're going. Yes, we are praising God. Yes, we are uh, uh, jumping and shouting, and we speaking in tongue. We are uh, casting, doing this and doing that. But guess what? We have lost. We have lost the intent of why we should be doing this. What we are doing, we got good intentions, but it's not good intentions from Christ because Christ is not being glorified. I don't care who you are. You can be knowing so much in word. You can be Mr. Bible. Anybody want to know anything, they can ask you this. But let me tell you something. If your life is not lining up and you're not doing that, don't you know that devil going to point out this and point out that? And pretty soon you'll find yourself saying, wait a minute, have I really listened to God? The, uh, the, the, con- the conclusion of the matter is all that you're doing if you got good intention, 
make sure you don't get bad consequences because the bad consequences is devastating on this side and it could be devastating on the other side. No, Brother Ware can't judge nobody. No, Brother Ware don't have no hell or heaven for you to go. But guess what, my brothers and sisters? It's time out. We see in the world just going in an opposite direction and Satan just causing us, hurting us up. We're getting phones, amen. As me and the brother was talking about, they want your fingerprints on the phone, all your eye. Now they're trying to fix it up and you, we think nothing about it. But the devil leading you up to the mark of the beast and we don't even see it coming. We see how that we're going and everybody is out to gain. Nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, very few are really concerned about really doing the will of God. We are concerned about making me happy. What will it take? How about saying, God, what do I need to be that man of God? What do I need to be that woman of God that I desire to be? What do I need to be that uh, child, that young man, that young person that's going to obey God? That's what it's all about is being in the position knowing that you must obey God. You don't want to do things with good intention. Yes, you can go to church. Yes, you can do this and you can do that. That's good intention. But what about the consequences? What consequences are coming behind this? When I see the consequences what I'm producing, like I said, I can write books, this book, any book. I can come on the radio and preach this or preach that. It ain't, it's not going to mean nothing if I'm not doing it with the right intent, uh, right intentions in order to have not bad consequences, but righteousness consequence, God, that God can be glorified. Can God be glorified in what I'm doing now? Can God be glorified in what I want to do? I think not if it's not lifting up Christ. It's got to be lifting up Christ. It's got to be being that servant for the Lord as we never needed before. We need it now. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. God, I ask you to move in a special way. God, that I may go forth and be that uh, vessel that you would use in these last and evil days. God, that I'll go forth and show that I'm walking to have the good way that you would have that I may not have bad consequences. I get so many bad consequences only because I steer away from you. But if I lead in your direction, I will not be misled. And God, you will be blessed through my action. And I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, amen. We want to say this to those of you again. If you desire one of the booklets uh, called uh, What Grade Are You In Spiritual? Uh, are You a Spiritual Dropout? We would love for you to write, Brother Well, and send me an email or something. I'll send it to you free of charge. Amen. 
and you want to be a blessing, it's up to you. Amen. To those of you that have been supporting, look to receive one in the mail this coming week. I assure you, you will have one because I want you to be blessed to, so that you can do that which God would have you to do. My uh, uh, telephone number is 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or visit the website, brotherjamesware.org, brotherjamesware.org. We would love to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 